Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hi there. Welcome to Law & Crime's Sidebar Podcast. This is where we recap the day's biggest moments in the trials that you are watching. And let me tell you, everyone is watching Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. It's the defamation trial between the two Hollywood exes. I'm Anjanette Levy, and I am here in Fairfax County, Virginia. I'm actually at the courthouse right now covering this trial. Tuesday was another riveting day full of testimony. Now, Depp is suing Heard, you'll recall, for $50 million, claiming she defamed him in an op-ed she wrote back in December of 2018 in the Washington Post. In that op-ed, she said that she had become a public figure representing domestic abuse two years prior. Now, back in 2016, that was the two years prior, Heard had filed for divorce, and days later went to court and was granted domestic violence restraining order against Johnny Depp. But Johnny Depp says when they were in this relationship, in this marriage, it was actually Amber Heard who was the abuser. Amber Heard, in turn, is countersuing Depp for $100 million, claiming he launched a smear campaign against her. Now, Tuesday's testimony began with Tara Roberts. She has managed Johnny Depp's island in the Bahamas for 15 years. She said she first met Amber Heard back in 2013. What was your impression of Miss Heard when you first met her oh they were very nice a couple in love they she cooked for him uh, cleaned up they took care of each other they were a very happy couple when if at all did that change um with each visit it it it, it changed um more of um it was more not uh like an island life anymore it was more of um wines and and more more requests uh simple things toiletries uh to have things here in place before um they came or she came as well um so it you know luggage changed we got more and more luggage we i mean just things evolved and kind of mushroomed um mushroomed a bit 
Roberts recalled a time when she and another employee overheard an argument between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard in the house they were staying in on the island. This was December of 2015. Amber was telling him that he was a, a washed up actor. Um, he was gonna die a lonely, a fat, lonely old man. Then you heard, uh, you hit me with a can. You heard Johnny say, you hit me with a can. And then he came down the steps and Amber was behind him and she had a, a bottle in her hand, was removed, and there was a, a brief pause in the moment, uh, I think of initial shock or, or uh, uncertainty of why, you know, that we were there. I, they need, neither Johnny nor Amber knew that we were there. Um, he proceeded to uh, walk back to the John Deere and um, she, again walked he was just sitting in the seat he, amber came up to him and was asking him to come back in the house that she was sorry please come back in the house um and uh, he, he didn't come out of the seat and she was hugging and kissing him and i love you i love you she was telling him i loved you um he didn't react johnny sat there um eventually uh got out of the john deere um and proceeded to start to walk away at that time amber started to grab at him and his shirt and, and and trying to pull him back to the house um just basically viciously trying to pull him back what did you observe when you went back to the cafe with mr Depp? i when we went back to the cafe he had a, a mark across the bridge of his nose um i got a bag of ice to put on his on, on it to, so that it w wouldn't swell um, just to make sure that it wasn't bleeding. And I, he walked over to the love seat at the cafe and he laid down and um, went to sleep. And CJ came back over and um, I asked CJ to stay there for the remainder of the evening, for the remainder of the morning. Um, and I left CJ inside the cafe and I left Johnny on the couch. Roberts then testified about what she found at that house after Depp and Heard left the island. What did you observe when you went through that process? Um, the island was, the island was as it was when they arrived. The only thing that was different was the, there was the uh, liquid on the on the deck with a can, I believe, of mineral spirits or something there next to it, which had leaked out onto the deck. And then in the um, over the railing um, were paintbrushes and um, art supplies, paintbrushes. Um, paint tubes, uh, big jars that the paints are in, and, and those were all scattered in the bush. Now, Hurd's lawyer, Elaine Bredehoff, questioned Roberts about the salary Depp pays her. It's about $120,000 a year, and she's clearly suggesting that Roberts is biased. She also asked Roberts about the arguments she had described. Bredehoff also then questioned Roberts about whether or not Amber Heard ever wore makeup on the island, and Amber Heard's habits with makeup, how much she wore, uh, what brands, has really been a big issue in this trial because Amber Heard claims that she would cover up bruises and cuts caused by Johnny up with makeup. But Roberts said if Heard was wearing any makeup on the island, it was a natural look. Then the questioning about that December 2015 argument continued. On the December trip, you testified about a few arguments between Amber and Johnny, right? Do you recall that testimony? Yes, I do. Okay. You weren't present when Johnny sustained the gash on his nose, correct? I wasn't there, no. Okay, and you weren't present 
when the mess was made through the paints that you've described, correct? No. And so you don't know whether there had been a physical altercation and uh, that led to throwing a paint can to try to slow down Johnny, right? No, I just heard yelling in the house. Okay, but that, that yelling in the house wasn't necessarily the same time, was it? You don't know, do you? No, it was all in the same time. Okay, no. Okay. Roberts was also asked about Heard and Depp's drinking habits. She said Amber Heard usually drank wine in the afternoon or with dinner. She also said that Johnny Depp went through periods of time where he didn't drink at all. But there were other times when he drank alcohol. She described his tolerance as huge. She said she'd never seen him passed out on direct examination. But on cross-examination, she described an incident where she found Depp seemingly passed out. He was he was passed out. I picked him up and brushed him off and and he sat I left him underneath the I believe he was in a hammock and I he, I believe he had fallen asleep or he was asleep and the hammock had overturned um, and I picked him up and um, brushed him off and uh, left him um, on underneath the lanai with Jack okay no further questions Imagine spending 16 years in prison for a crime you didn't commit. Or imagine being on the jury at a trial where you have to decide whether a father murdered a family or whether it was a cartel hit. This is Jillian from Court Junkie, a podcast that examines criminal cases and trials. Each week, I give you the facts of a new case and let you decide if you agree with the outcome. Make sure to subscribe to Court Junkie on Apple, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast apps. Next up, Dr. Shannon Curry, a forensic psychologist retained by Johnny Depp's lawyers. She testified about Amber Heard's mental health. Dr. Curry told the jury that she spent about 12 hours with Amber Heard on two separate occasions last December. The results of Ms. Heard's evaluation supported two diagnoses, borderline personality disorder and histrionic personality disorder. They uh, could use manipulation tactics to try to get their needs met, very needy of attention, acceptance, approval. Um, they tend to uh, distance people who are close to them. Initially, they may seem very charming. They're very socially sophisticated, actually. That was a major component on there. Um, they have a capacity to kind of offer some of their faults, but uh, in a way, but only the ones that people think of lightly and can all relate to. And so they can present as very fair and balanced, but in actuality, they really might uh, uh, be very judgmental of others and unaware of problems in their behavior and their thinking. One of the primary things I learned was that um, she had a very uh, sophisticated way of minimizing any personal problems. Um, I also learned that she tends to uh, well, there were a number of characteristics that were consistent with the eventual diagnoses, but um, some of the primary characteristics, and I'm gonna try to condense 25 pages here, were essentially um, externalization of blame, uh, tending to have a lot of inner hostility that is attempted to be controlled, um, 
a tendency to be very self-righteous, but to also deny that self-righteousness and to judge others um, critically uh, against these sort of high standards for moral value, but also to deny doing that. Essentially, to, to claim that one is uh, uh, very non-judgmental and accepting, and yet very full of rage, really. And, um, and these aren't facts, but the, her scores essentially correlated, so they were consistent with other people who obtained these scores who have been shown through many, many, many studies to have these very specific traits. Now, you might be listening to this and thinking to yourself, why on earth would Amber Heard sit down with a forensic psychologist who was retained by Johnny Depp's legal team? Well, the answer is is pretty simple. She didn't really have a choice. We did some digging, and it turns out that when Amber Heard filed her countersuit against Johnny Depp, she claimed mental distress from the defamation that she claims she suffered from Depp and one of his lawyers, Adam Waldman. Now, that made her mental health a key issue. So Judge Penny Ascarati granted Depp's request to have Heard evaluated by an expert of his legal team's choosing. Heard's lawyers then wanted a psychological evaluation of Johnny Depp, as you can imagine. But since he never made his mental health an issue in this case, that request was denied. And she said she evaluated Amber Heard for post-traumatic stress disorder. Heard claims she suffers from PTSD from the abuse that she suffered at the hands of Johnny Depp. Ms. Heard did not have PTSD, and there were also pretty significant indications that she was grossly exaggerating symptoms of PTSD when asked about them. Then came the cross-examination by Heard's lawyer, Elaine Bredehoff, who wasted no time attacking Curry's credentials and her credibility. Now, you went to Mr. Depp's home for dinner and drinks before you were hired as an expert in this case, correct? That's not quite right. I was interviewed at Mr. Depp's home by his legal team. Dinner was served. You, in attendance with Mr. Depp, was Adam Waldman, correct? Yes. Ben Chu, correct? Yes. Camille Vasquez? Yes. Okay. And the dinner lasted approximately three to four hours, correct? Yes. And it included the interview. drinks, correct? Yes. Dinner and, I believe, drinks were served. Okay. And this was before you were hired as an expert, correct? Yes, this was an interview so that they could make an informed decision as to whether or not to retain me. And don't you think that's a little odd that you're getting interviewed by Mr. Depp to decide whether you're going to testify adversely against Amber Heard? I was interviewed by the legal team. Okay. And Mr. Depp was present. It was his home, correct? Yes. And he was serving dinner and drinks. He was correct. not serving dinner and drinks. Well, it was at his house at his behest, correct? Yes, it was at his house. The implication is pretty clear here. Bretta Hoff is basically saying that Dr. Curry was some type of starstruck fangirl and that she was paid to shape her opinion about Amber Heard. Now, you probably remember Johnny Depp told Amber Heard in a recording in 2016 that she had borderline personality disorder. And Bretta Hoff questioned Dr. Curry about that, how her findings were similar to what Johnny Depp had claimed. Bretta Hoff also questioned Dr. Curry about Amber Heard telling people who had treated her pre Previously, that Johnny Depp had abused her. Do you recall Dr. Cowan testifying that not only did he believe Amber in her reporting of the abuse by Depp, but that she had no ulterior motive? I actually don't recall that. I'm not saying that it didn't occur. Okay. Do you recall Dr. Cowan testifying that he believed the relationship was toxic 
and he was concerned for Amber's physical well-being. I do recall him saying that he believed the relationship was toxic. And you don't recall Dr. I do not. Cowan saying that he was concerned for Amber's physical well-being? I don't remember those exact words. On redirect, Depp's lawyers questioned Dr. Curry about the difference between providing treatment and performing an evaluation to offer an opinion. She says there's a big difference. So when you're providing therapy, you're in a very different role than an examiner. When you're the forensic examiner, you're just really looking at data to make a decision. When you're a therapist, you're an advocate for your client's well-being. And in fact, it's considered extremely unethical for a treating provider to ever provide um, opinion testimony like I'm providing because it's so well known in our field that you're going to have an automatic bias for your client. And the last witness of the day was LAPD officer Melissa Sines. She was one of the officers who responded to the penthouse where Depp and Heard lived on May 21st, 2016. That is a crucial date because that is the night that Johnny Depp and his security team went to the penthouse to collect Johnny Depp's belongings and Depp said he was going to tell Amber Heard that it was over. Amber Heard says during this whole incident that Johnny Depp threw a phone at her and assaulted her, leaving a mark on her eye. But Officer Sines said that she didn't find any evidence of a crime and did not identify Amber Heard as a victim of domestic violence. She said her face only appeared red from crying. Sines also described Heard as uncooperative, saying the actress claimed she had had an argument with her husband. Sines left a business card with Heard and said if she changed her mind about filing a report that she should call them. More police officers who responded to that May 2016 call to the penthouse will also testify Wednesday and then next week we are expecting to hear Amber Heard when she takes the stand in her case. And that's it for this edition of Law and Crime's Sidebar Podcast. You can find this podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Anjanette Levy again from Fairfax County, Virginia at the courthouse. We'll see you next time.